what is happening? Boy, do we got a good Friday show for you. LV Shane will be in later. He's got that song called My Boy. He ain't my blood, ain't got my name. But if he did, I'd feel the same. I wasn't there for his first steps, but I ain't missed a ball game. So he's going to come perform. Never met him before. Pretty excited about this one today. I do have something else I wanted to mention from this week's shows. You know, Lunchbox went out to the Diamond Mine in Murfreesboro, Arkansas. It's the only diamond mine in North America. Went out, didn't find a diamond. Didn't find a diamond. But you found a couple rocks that look like one Woody Woodpecker yep. and two Abraham Lincoln. Correct. So you're trying to sell those. Going to make money. Well, I didn't know Abby had taken some rocks. Did you? Abby didn't take no rocks. <laughs> yeah, I did, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he didn't know. <laughs> apparently, Abby found a few a few things. So while... she went digging, too? I don't know. What did you do exactly? Okay, so here's the thing. So I... You know, I was with him most of the day, you know, to kind of take pictures and everything. And then I went to the bathroom at one point, kind of walked around. I come back. I see Lunchbox napping under a tree. Oh, wow. <laughs> like he has his hat over his face and he has his shovel. <laughs> he's just holding it, but he's napping. You took, like, a, you you took a nap out of the mine? Yeah, I took like a 30 minute or. I mean, wow, look, that long outside. <laughs> look, guys, I was tired. I mean, it was hot. It was tired. And I was like, man, this shady tree. I just. And Abby went to the bathroom, so I was like, oh, she'll wake me up when she gets back for mm-hmm. content. And so I guess I slept for about 30 minutes. It's a good little nap. She didn't wake you up. She didn't wake me up. So no. in that 30 minutes, you dug. I did. Uh-huh. And, and then- there was a tunnel, actually, that he was going to go in. We never went in, actually. Um, and so I went in that. And I think I found some good stuff. I really do. Did you take it to the people? I didn't, because I didn't want him to know. So I just brought it home. So it's kind of on me. <laughs> but I'm assuming that I think it's good. Like, I, I got some colorful rocks that could be gemstones, maybe some rare gemstones. I did look this up. But I, I found some shiny things that look like diamonds. Did you find anything shinier than what he has? Because he brought back a bunch of crap. Yeah, I, yeah, no, it doesn't look like what he brought back. And no. you didn't feel like admitting that to him in the car ride back home? No, I didn't. Because? I don't know. I just... He would take it or expect half or... No, no, I did, no, no. It, it, that is my trip. And so it is going to be half mine. No, because- no, no, no. <laughs> you can't change the rules now. If she found it while you were asleep, that's hers. First of all, I don't even know what it is. I haven't seen it. Then so. also, that's just so rude that after this whole bonding trip, she's keeping things from me. It's like <laughs> she's lying to me the whole time. How is it rude? No. I didn't keep anything from you. You didn't? No. How do I know? Because you saw my rocks. You <laughs> okay, saw me dump them out on that okay, table. Okay, so the money you get from Abe Lincoln, are you sharing with Abby? Yeah. Ooh, yeah, good question. Oh, oh, are you? Oh, what? no. Now he's just hedging his bet because he thinks <laughs> his luck is Abby will have something. Do they have other stones there that aren't diamonds? Do you know? They have also, I mean, quartz or whatever. That's a crystal. Yeah, they're all over Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not that I know of. That's all I know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I was looking. Someone said that they did go with their kids and they were looking for gems instead. So that's why I was like, oh, okay. Well, maybe they do have that too. And so you think you may have something. So how do we know, Scubo, how do we know if she has something? Yeah, give it, I'll look at it. No. Well, no. He, yeah. L- Lunchbox will be that lottery person at the gas station who keeps the ticket. Oh, God. He's like, nope, you don't got a winner. <laughs> then he flies off with the million dollars. Mm-hmm. Scuba, what do you think we do? Yeah, I don't know. Do we, do we take it to Genesis Diamonds and ask them, or do we need to find like a gemologist? I have to do some research to see who could look at it, where we should take it. I don't know if you take it to a jewelry store, they're going to know. Well, they'll know they if know it's a wrong. diamond. Yeah, they, Boaz they knows. If they, yeah, if, they have, if it's a diamond, they would know. They go, oh, yeah, that's definitely a diamond, I, I believe. Even, yeah. a, even as a rock? I think so. I feel, like, I feel like some people at those places would have the knowledge. If they've been in business for a long time, they should kind of know where it comes from. Okay, first of all, I bet you it's not. Right, if I'm just playing the odds here, that's probably not a diamond. How crazy if it is! But though. if it is, it's gonna be amazing, amazing. epic. So cool. 
One of the coolest things ever. Yeah, so we can look at him. Lunchbox is going to die. If he has him here so we can see him. <laughs> oh, boy. Here about we to go. be a million dollar oh, diver. I bring mean. Hey, bro, yeah, bring him over. She has him, yeah. Yeah, bring him over here. Yeah, let me see. No, don't let Lunchbox see. <laughs> I know we just started the show, but we're on to something already to start it off. It's just a little something I wanted to bring up. Look at this. She does have a bag full. Abby's in here. These don't look anything like lunchboxes. Like, well, some of these do, but some of those look like they... Do you Stop s- it. Do you see like a real diamond? Well, to be possible? fair, it's the little ones. The big ones look like rock rocks. Let me see. I kind of want to see those. <gasps> like you're, tell- you're telling me this isn't a... Wait, no, is he in the little bag? In the little bag? Yeah. Okay, so is that a diamond? Like this? She has them in separate Careful. bags. Careful. I mean, I this thing separate. here... Looks oh wow! I dude, it just glimmered from here, this, this and thing I'm here far is a away. Rock with something on it, and then this one in this bag. Bones, I'm not kidding. I just saw a sparkle from oh, here. That Stop. looks like. Amy, yeah, we bring it over like here so I can be, look at it. I mean, put that no, on a ring. Yeah, you're not touching it. That's an engagement ring right there. Okay, take wow. these. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Hide them. We will wait. Just come over here and let me see, just real quick. No, don't let him see. Don't, don't let him see. Don't. He's up to something. I'm not on. I'll put my hands in my pocket. You're up to no good. You, or you're gonna be like, that ain't that ain't it. Let him look. Okay, Abby, come back in. Oh man. Don't let him don't touch, touch anything. Him. I won't touch him, Eddie. You be quiet. Yeah, don't touch, but- I can't touch it. It's in a bag, girl. Bag? Girl. girl. <laughs> Licking's bag. Wait here. Oh, no. that's really what do you pretty. That oh, looks like a piece of glass. Okay. No. <laughs> that's what diamonds look like. That's true, Eddie. You got a good point there. Thank you. I'm not. I'm just. No, don't let him touch open it. it. He's touching. He's touching it. it. No, don't let him touch it. He's gonna like swallow it. Give it, it. back to her. <laughs> and like try did you, to. Did you hear Amy's gonna swallow it? <laughs> and then he'll try to get it, get it out later. <laughs> hey, is there a, Scuba? Is there any way we could have somebody look at this? That's what I was looking at. I was looking at gem and jewel appraisals uh, here in Nashville. So I'm gonna try to line somebody up that can maybe come in and look at it. If you're please. Or the, or we could just take it to them, have them look at it. And we can talk yeah, about the phone. Too. Yeah, we can do that too. Mm-hmm. I would. That would be hilarious. Please. If do on Monday, something. if we could have them look at it by Monday. Oh my goodness. Even if it's a thousand dollars. Maybe the greatest bit ever. I am gonna. I will. Abby and I will never talk to each other again. <laughs> Why? I mean, what did she do wrong? What did she do wrong? Yeah. She went behind yes. my back and you started were napping sh- on your back, probably. So. No, no. I. She said she was gonna go to the bathroom, so well, I she need- did. So I had to wait for her. But she and came so, back and you were sleeping. Yeah, okay. So she should have waited for me. Hey, you know what they say. You snooze, you lose. Hey, good one, Amy. Yeah. No, she didn't invent that, Eddie. Oh. <laughs> I said, you know what they All say. Right, I me, didn't. I know what Eddie said. Good one, we, Amy. Like, we gotta you came go. up with we it. We got to do the show. <laughs> no, like I... Never Our juices mind. are flowing, though, for sure. Okay. It's Friday. It's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I have a situation I could use your advice. I was invited to a bachelor party for a friend's wedding by his best man. Of course, I said yes, which involved me having to pay for a portion of an Airbnb to stay. I paid right away, having the full assumption I could go. Well, I had to change a schedule at work that wouldn't allow me to make it. I gave the best man plenty of notice saying, hey, I'm not going to be able to come anymore. When I asked for my money back, he told me he couldn't give it to me because he already used it to book the Airbnb. I've had to host a bachelor party before. I know what goes into it. He told me he'd check with the rest of the guys if they'd pay the difference back to me. Do you think I'm just out this money or should I involve the groom in this? What are your thoughts from Ooh. Michael? we got a couple of money ones in a couple of days. Yeah. Here. Uh, you're just out the money. Yeah. And don't involve the groom. 
again. Even yeah. if you want to deal with it with mm-hmm. the other groomsmen, do not bug the groom with this because uh, he's just going to be like, oh, man. And by the way, it doesn't sound like the groom invited you to the bachelor party anyway. <laughs> That's right. It says, I have a situation. I was invited to a bachelor party for a friend's wedding by his best man. Mm. Because the best man's hosting it, so he did the inviting. That's Oh yeah, that's true. That's, that's, that's usually how it, how it works. I mean, Bobby, you had you, okay, but oh, but just a friend. He's yeah. not Rex. in the wedding party. Oh, gotcha. Okay, Got so it. yeah, but still, a lot of the grooms or the other friends that were invited that have pitched in. You're out, you're just out the money. Yeah. What's wrong with guys? Why can't they just be like, ah, yeah, we'll pay the difference. What is it? Seventy five dollars. Sure, let's all pitch in seventy five dollars. They have to make it so complicated. Go ahead. I mean, guys, just pitch in. It's fine. He can't make it. It, it was going to be like that if you didn't go anyway. It would be a little more expensive, and you would just pay it. Well, it sounds like the guy throwing the party isn't even giving the other guys the option. He's just kind of like, no, everyone's already... Oh, did he say he, he would ask them? He said he would ask the guys, okay. and they well, all agreed. maybe... Yeah, I don't know. That's he a told me he'd check with the rest of the guys if they'd pay the difference. <laughs> okay. Or work out some sort of payment plan. Uh-huh. But now he's ignoring my text. There oh, you go. They've gotcha. made their decision. You, you're just out the money. Yeah, you don't want to make... Then you show up to the wedding and everyone's like... Oh, there, oh, there he is. There's the guy. <laughs> There's Michael. I mean, and just think of it as like... And he you, committed to go. You were going to go. So yeah, sometimes because of whatever came up for you, now you're not able to go. But look at it as your way of still contributing to the party. Yeah, that don't feel very good. <laughs> no, especially you're not going to be there. Well, I know, but... I think you can ask... But I don't think you can go to Judge Judy because you don't get the money back. <laughs> right. No, he's on Judge Judy now. I know. Yeah, uh, yeah sure. I'm That's Judge us. Judy. You've asked, but I just would not put, keep my foot on the gas pedal of trying to get that money right. back. Right. Yeah, because you are the one that had to bail out after everything uh, was already booked. I hate to be the bearer of bad news like yeah. this. It's kind of like, you know, when you book a hotel room somewhere, they sure. have a cancellation policy. And if you don't cancel, they take a percentage I was behind a lady at the hotel, like, checking in, and she was adamant about getting her deposit back because she was canceling a room, and they were, like, showing her the fine print. They're like, ma'am, it's written right here. You're not canceling within the proper time frame. I was, like, I, I, I was appalled in her behavior because the hotel was right, but she felt like she deserved the money back. People are crazy. The fine print, though, is not that fine anymore. <laughs> it's it's late. We're lazy because we just don't read the print. That's true. <laughs> no, I don't know that it's super fine anymore. But there is print that we're just like, ah, scroll, click, accept, yeah, yeah. move on to the next fine. thing. Uh, I hate to tell you, I think you're just out the money. Mm-hmm. Bad news. Sorry. Bad news for Bonzo. All right, there it is. Thank you. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. On now with... Megan Trainer and her brother Ryan Trainer, uh, you guys have a podcast together. Hey, what what's the podcast about? Because I'm gonna be honest with you guys, I have not heard it yet, so I need I need to know if I'm gonna like it or not. Bobby Bones, I don't judge you for that. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. <laughs> I love you still. There's too many podcasts. Um, yeah, there's so many podcasts. So uh, we've been approached a lot to do a reality show, but not everyone in our family is ready for that. So we were like, well. We can sit and talk forever because we're best buddies. So uh, we got a podcast called Working On It. And each week we do a new subject of what we're working on. And for me, it's been like motherhood, nutrition, um, living with my siblings. And for Ryan, he's recently sober. So he's working on sobriety, working on being a fun uncle. Fun uncle. Trying to grow up a little. Trying to grow up. And then you get like a behind the scenes of the trainer household. You know, we all live together. Yeah. And we're very open. Like even down to my weight, we just talked about. Holy crap. Yeah, I forgot that. Hey, so you guys would do a reality show, but you have some people that are going, hey, not yet. This is not, or do you, will they always be not yet? 
They'll always be not. Yeah, it's, it's like my mom. mom you, know. you know, your biggest, your number one fan in the entire world. By the way, she's literally crying next in the next room because I'm talking to you. Well, that's that's very sweet, it, it, Megan. You lived in Nashville for a while, am I right? I, I lived there for a year, and you were the first person to play all about that bass. Yes, sir. Man, that feels like ages ago. I mean, it was because it was almost ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I have actually forgotten that that like that small chapter of. I saw it on YouTube and played it from YouTube all about that bass when you made the video. That is so Yeah, crazy. and my mom reminded me that you got hate because it mm -hmm. was they were like, This isn't country and then it blew up and you were like, What now guys? <laughs> you played it on an award show or you played on a, on a maybe like the CMA yeah. awards or something. Yeah, 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 with uh, Miranda Lambert. Yeah, that is man, I haven't thought about that in forever. Okay. Me either. <laughs> uh, Megan Trainer is on with her brother Ryan Trainer. They have a new podcast called Working On It. Ryan, are you older or younger? I'm older. Just by a year, though. We're almost Irish A year, and five, a year days, and five days. But we shared a lot of birthdays together. <laughs> As a mom, then, Megan, when he's that close to you, I mean, would you have kids that close? Um, so, listen. Um, <laughs> like, yes, if I wasn't so busy. Like, I totally would. Um... My the menstrual cycle is is uh, is it's MIA right now, but I took a test and we're not pregnant. <laughs> but it, it comes back all, f it's fluctuating, I guess. But what a fun game this has been this month for me. But I think I'm gonna wait a little bit longer um, till my kid is at least walking and then start again. What's been the hardest thing about being a creative? Um, you know, being in in Hollywood, you know, someone who's making music, and also being a mom at the same time. The hardest thing? Oh, there's not there's not much hard about it for me. I don't know. I'm I, I pretty feel, accommodating with like babies. Oh like, my god! Top Chef was yeah. Ideal. Top Chef Family Style when I hosted that, I was uh, three months after my C-section and I was still breastfeeding and pumping. And they were the the crew is all women who are moms. So they were like, "Do you need a break? Are you okay?" They let me bring my baby on set. He was in the trailer the entire time. They were very COVID safe. Everyone wore glasses and a shield. Like. It was it was really nice that I could bring my kid to work. Megan Trainer is on with her brother Ryan, and they have a new podcast that I hope you guys check out. It's called Working on It. Um, I'll mention this: you wrote Road Less Traveled, which was a massive song for Lauren Elena. You wrote that with Jesse Frazier and Lauren. Would you ever play that at one of your shows, or because songwriters here in town, you know, they'll play songs they've written for other people? Would you do that live? Absolutely, but I couldn't sing it like her. She's a queen, queen of vocals. I miss her so much, but I was watching, what's that show? Oh no, I'm gonna forget it now. The news show, the morning show. And um, the new season, they had a scene where they're at like in New York. New Year's Times Eve. Square. Yeah, yeah, and they play that song and I'm screaming because nobody told me this was gonna happen. And I'm like, I wrote this song, you know? <laughs> so, that song always comes back, and I love it, and I love her. You mentioned Top Chef Family Style, which I do. I watch Peacock all the time because The Office is on Peacock, and so I, I see yeah. the, the preview come through. If you're having people over for dinner at your house, what is your dish that you're like, this is the one that I can nail? Pizza from down the road. <laughs> <laughs> Delivery. She don't cook, uh, bro. She don't cook. She don't cook. But I guess you're like, uh, what's that chicken parm you do? You do a chicken parm? No, I wouldn't. I'm too lazy. I'd just order something really good. Right. But 
Um, I do a keto parmesan. Uh, yeah, the parmesan. keto chicken. Parmesan. But yeah, no, it's funny because uh, when I when I got the gig, I was like, why? But I guess personality wins overall. Um, and it was fun because I'm the perspective of the audience. You know, I'm trying to learn. So I was like, teach me how to cook for my son, and I learned so much, and I got to eat food and judge it. So it was the best time. Ryan, as someone who worked with your sister, you were a videographer. Um, you worked with and for her. Is how how was that dynamic being? you know, someone who's working with and for and also being a brother? <laughs> you know, it was interesting. A lot of fun. Um, it's been like six years, so I kind of reached my max on, you know, Ryan, get the shot. Did you get it? You missed it. Can you record this? <laughs> I'm like, all right, we're going to switch it up. So that's why we're doing this podcast thing. Yes, it's also but a like, big draw for him. Yeah. Probably the best memories and moments were, you know, the Untouchable Tour that was the that was a dream. I got to live the dream. She's like, I want to be the brother photographer. I'm Dude, exhausted. Because, I was yeah. just like, I because got to live life. If I got invited to a really cool party, I would just send my brother on my behalf because I'd be so exhausted. And he's like, girl, you missed out. That was the coolest party ever. Yeah. Girl. <laughs> I would never say like that. Ryan, are you also training for the New York Marathon? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost forgot. Yeah, yes, November sir. 7th. I got to go running today, actually. Are you uh, at, like, your... your biggest run like when do you do your 18 miler because you do there's there's a, like a really long one but not all the way right yeah. yeah so this saturday i gotta do 19 miles and then the following saturday i have to do 20 miles uh, how, all how, for boston children's hospital so that's what you're raising money for yeah, yeah. how yeah, do people find that 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 link because i think we should promote that too or, or how they can help you if they want to cool. yeah i appreciate that links in my bio and instagram ryan.trainer okay well listen everybody as you can hear from this conversation, uh, they're very open. When we talk, when we hit the whole menstrual cycle, I was like, "Lord, a whole new world." Yes. Sorry, Bobby. No, listen, I'm here for it. Uh, you guys check out Working on It. It's Megan and Ryan Trainer, and they're they're talking about stuff they're working on every episode. Will you bring people on? Is that part of it too? Maybe, to, or is it just you two? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's not like every week we have a new celebrity on, but it's like important stuff, and it's our it's our close friends and friends family. And family. And- yeah. And I have like a nutritionist come on that I worked with that I lost like 40 pounds with. So we're going to teach some people some stuff. All right. Thank you guys for your time this morning. And uh, hope hope the podcast is, is such a success. I'm sure it will be. Thank you, Bobby. Thank Bye. You, Bobby. Bye, guys. Thanks for having us. Appreciate Bye. you. Fun Fact Friday. Yay! Amy's curated the most five fun facts of the week right here for you. Let's count them down. Number five. So Madison only became a popular name for girls after the movie Splash. It came out in yes. 1984. Daryl Hannah, she's the character I don't know that was Splash. like, oh, oh it's Tom such a Hanks, Daryl Hannah, she's a mermaid. Get mm-hmm. out of here, yeah, bro. Yeah, so she comes to land, and she now can, she like has certain time where she can she's. Uh, she's walking around New York yes. with Tom Hanks' character and they're like trying to think of a name for her and they walk to Madison Avenue and she looks at the street sign and she's like, Madison. And Tom Hanks' character even says, but Madison isn't a name. But ever since ni- that movie, now that's a popular girl's name. Like I even have a girlfriend named Madison. I think of James Madison. Yeah, the president, but yeah, he was I mean, a guy. I think of Madison, Wisconsin, probably named after, and Madison, fun fact, of your fun fact, Madison, Wisconsin named the most friendly place to live in America. Oh, That's cool. I saw like that the that. other day. Madison, I guess it is a girl name only now, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you don't hear many guys, but it used to be a guy name, but From that movie Splash. switched it. So and you, you need to watch it. it. I'm not watching Splash. Yeah, it's homework. I'm not watching Splash. Go. Okay. <sighs> Number four. So get this. 
Mark Twain was born on the day when Halley's Comet flew past Earth. And he once said, I came in with Halley's Comet in 1835. It's coming again next year, and well, I expect to go out with it. Mark Twain died on April 21st, 1910, the day after Halley's Comet returned. Oh, well, the day after. Still, it's like in the same thing. Like, what are the odds of that? And also, did he do it? Do we think he might have done it to himself? No. No, he would have done it on the day. Yeah, but it's True. still crazy timing. <laughs> Almost. Almost. That was a stretch on yeah. that one, Amy, but still right. fun. Number three. Well, this one I just thought was too adorable not to mention. Male dolphins give sea sponges as gifts to females to win them over. <laughs> <laughs> so they find a sea sponge and they go, Yeah, it's so cute. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Eh, okay. What? No, uh-huh. that's a good it's one. It's a gift, Bo. Okay. That's a, you could take a sea sponge to Caitlin and be like, did you know like Why did you bring me seaweed? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm a dolphin. Number two. So a swarm of 20,000 bees once followed a car for two days because their queen was trapped inside the car. Wow. Love it. That's a great one. Yeah. They stayed with the car for two days. That car had to be like, what is, they think they're Pigpen from uh, Charlie Brown. <laughs> with a you know, that little, that little funk is over them the whole time. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Yeah. You know, there has to be some mediocre facts so the other ones seem so amazing. That's one of the best ones I've heard in a long oh, time. Oh, yeah. Can you yeah. imagine the driver? Like, like this, these bees won't stop following me. Mm-hmm. That would be crazy. This is crazy to me, but in Iran, they have fast food chains named Mashdonald's and Pizza Hat because McDonald's and Pizza Hut aren't allowed in the country. (laughs) That's kind of cool. But do they model them to serve? Yeah. Similar menu, different menu names. Like it's not the Big Mac. It's called like the something baguette or something, but Mashdonald's and Pizza Hat. So they'd have to get a Reveroni or Rushroom pizza? (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) Can Frucky hide chicken? <laughs> we can do this all day, boys. We can. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Why? I, and, I, and I guess you can't really sue because yeah, I mean, what's Iran going to do? And why are they, I don't know why they don't allow them in the country, but they're uh-huh. not. I know this is not totally related, but it does make me think of the time my dad was trying to open a restaurant in Saudi Arabia and he got arrested. Yeah, oh. for, for milk, right? Yeah, right. well, ice cream. So he had partnered with a doctor there and they were going to open up a Swenson's ice cream. And they, my dad was at the port meeting the container. And when they unloaded the container, vanilla was one of the ingredients for ice vanilla. cream and vanilla extract is alcohol, has alcohol. So they they arrested him. And he was the, in Saudi prison. Mm-hmm, the doctor had to bail him out. And luckily, doctors are like kings over there or something, my dad says, and or he said, and that they put the stuff into a, a pharmacy, and they had to write a prescription to get the vanilla out to make the ice cream. That's how they got around the law. <laughs> there you go. Fun fact. Great fun, story. Fun fact. All right, close it. Fun fact Friday. Yay! Bobby Bonshaw. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Blake Shelton released a new song called Come Back as a Country Boy. Dustin Lynch released a collaboration with Riley Green called Huntin' Land. And Justin Moore shared a new song. It's called With a Woman You Love. With a woman you love, you'll get home at a decent hour. Don't need to look no more because you finally found it. 
Number two, that's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Shout out to Michael Flynn and Michael Hughes. They are two Massachusetts police officers that responded to a kid's bike being stolen. Well, after they were talking to the mom about it, this wasn't the first bike that was stolen. She had actually just replaced a bike that was stolen a few weeks ago. Oh, from the same kid, same family. Same kid had huh. two bikes stolen in just like a month or so. And this, the the replacement bike was even, she was making it a birthday gift. It's not even like, oh, hey, we're replacing the bike. She's like, hey, this is your early birthday present. So the officers, they went to the store, and with their own money, they bought the kid a new bike. But when they delivered it to him, they also handed him two new locks to keep the bike safe. It's pretty cool that they bought the bike and then made like a like a performance out of it, too. Like, we're cops. We're awesome. We got you this bike. We're the good guys. And here's a couple extra things, too, on the house. That's yeah, cool. to lock it up mm-hmm. so that way, hopefully, since clearly this is a problem. Yeah, it sounds like a neighborhood issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. a good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. There's a haunted house in Somerton, Tennessee. They require you to sign a 40-page waiver. 40 pages? They require you to take a physical exam. Oh. They say it is the scariest house in the world. It uses hypnosis to, to enhance the experience, and it also what? offers $20,000 to anyone who makes it through. What do you mean makes it through? Like- Nobody has ever made it. And it requires, again, the waiver, the physical. The cost of admission is simply a bag of dog food that gets donated. Oh, that's cool. Again, nobody has completed it. Well, yeah, that they're okay. They just tap out. Yes. Well, they don't die. Yeah, but if you know no, you're... Nobody completes it because they kill them. <laughs> but they that's to... what I'm saying. If you know you're <laughs> not going to die, how do you I mean, not finish this thing? Well, let me read you more about I'm it. I'm sure the 40-page waiver covers if you die. Okay, before you enter, there's a physical exam, there's a background check, a phone screen, a 40-page waiver, a drug test. If all that goes according to plan, participants have to watch a nearly two-hour documentary featuring every person who's attempted the haunted attraction over the past two years. Cool. Each tour will be different based upon your personal fears. It can last up to 10 hours. Each guest will be mentally and physically challenged until you reach your personal breaking point. Reservations are required to tour McCamey Manor, and only one or two people are allowed in at a time. Participants have to be over 21 or between 18 to 20 with the parents' permission. Guests who are pregnant or claustrophobic or have seizures or respiratory or heart issues are urged not to participate. You start the tour with a chance to earn 20000 bucks, and you lose 500 bucks every time they fail an activity. It also takes away 500 bucks if a guest has a curse word since cursing is not allowed at the manor. Okay, that's hard. It's weird that this is real because you would always hear stories about, oh, if you can get through it, you get your money back or they pay you. But this, I'm going to pull in Mike D for a second because he's like the Halloween weirdo of our group. This is a real thing. Yeah, it's hardcore. They yell at you. They throw things at you. It's basically like torture. Why would you not go through it? I don't know. It sounds so intense that nobody's completed it. That's what keeps me from wanting to do it. But not even to complete it. If it only costs a bag of dog food, do you... Basically, Halloween Mike, not want to experience this? <laughs> but there's one thing between being scared and being tortured. Yeah. So they're actually throwing stuff at but you? But do they like, they don't like pull your teeth out or anything. No, but they like yell at you. How can well, they touch you? Mike! Oh, I mean, how terrible. No. Not they terrible? May, they, <laughs> I meant yes, terrifying. Terrible and horrific. Terrible. Terrible. Hey, that's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> I mean, you could at least just see how long you'd last. Like, go for an hour, see what it's like. Hmm. Ugh, I don't it's know. interesting. Let me look at the time here. Today, Ten hours, though? That's intense. Mm-hmm. And, like, why would you want to give yourself that trauma? Today is the first 
uh, Lunchbox is going to do Monday show. Then he's out because he's about to have his third baby. And you're gone for how long? A couple weeks? Yeah. Would you go do this? I'd go do it. You would go try this? Absolutely. So, Mike, if he's back on like the 18th, 19th, 20th that week, do you think we could reach out to them well, and see it? What? I don't think he'd last. That's okay, though. That's okay. No, okay. He, Why? Because they're going to yell at me? No, what? because they said that they pick your worst fears. They're just going to get snakes, snakes in there and you're done. But, well, but just don't tell them you like, no, yeah, I'll tell him I, I'm scared of dogs. Snakes. No, tell him you love scared snakes. Of dogs. Yeah, scared of kittens. <laughs> tell him you're scared of massages in the nude. Yeah, where you I, take your underwear. I, off. I'll, I'll tell yeah, him that tell too. Him. <laughs> but they can't like. No, yeah. maybe this one they can touch you because. <laughs> How can they? Oh my do gosh! That? If they put a snake in a room, lunchbox is gonna run out yeah, he'll screaming die. like a baby. So, hey, Scuba Steve, can we reach out to this guy? Yeah, I was looking at that right now, so we can set it up. Like lunchbox will be gone next week and the week after. He'll be here for a little bit on Monday, but. Next week and the week after. And he's in that week, 18th to 19th, 20th, 20th. So if we could do it that, or heck, even the week after, 25th, 26th, 27th. Yeah, well, anytime before Halloween, yeah, we can get it done. But we'd, we'd need to be able to like record. To I don't know what their issue. I, and maybe not visual recording. but we Some audio, yeah. Yep. A lot of those most Halloween do- places or haunted yeah. houses don't let you record anything because I got in trouble one time for recording. And you are not, they do not want any of their secrets to get out. That is the problem. They are very top. They yeah. are, even if we hardcore. don't record, I would just like to see how long he, he would go. Oh, man. I just, for $20,000? I mean, guys, $20,000. No what, what can you, what could they possibly do to me that is going to make me not want $20,000? Well, that's what we need to talk to someone who's tried to do it and didn't make it. So, Unless they can put hands on me and they can choke me out or something. Okay, I didn't make it. It sounds like they can do that. Like with a 40-page waiver? I don't know that they can choke you out. Yeah, I might have my lawyer there read that. They're going to chop my arm off. They put them in a hammer lock and just hold them until... (laughs) They cut off a finger one at a time. You like that? You want to keep going? (laughs) Okay, let's let's just investigate this. Let's go to level two. Right, Scuba Steve? Yeah, I'm I'm going to reach out to him right now. And then maybe on Monday's show... Hmm... It's going to take us a while, but we'll figure it out. And if we can, we're going to get you in when you're back. All right. And you're good, though, with this. Oh, yeah, man. $20,000, guys. Okay. It's money. Hey, it's ha- Halloween actually starts today, since today's the 1st, October 1st. Also, today on my Instagram, I, I went to the grocery store, and there's a whole aisle at Trader Joe's of nothing but pumpkin stuff. Everything oh, pumpkin. Yeah. We I bought pumpkin ravioli. It was terrible. Pumpkin ravioli. But terrible. I bought It was terrible. Yeah, that I, sounds awesome. No, no, it's not. <laughs> but I bought it just to go, well, let me see if this is good. And- we ate it, and I was like, you know what? There's so much pumpkin stuff. You can kind of be just overwhelmed at what you should buy. So every day all this month, I'm trying something pumpkin on my Instagram. Oh, wow. I got all kinds of pumpkin stuff we bought. So so Mr. Bobby Bones, pumpkin, all pumpkin all the time. I don't even love pumpkin stuff, but I don't hate it, so I'm the perfect judge for it. <laughs> so we'll be doing that today. We'll try to get you in this haunted house lunchbox. All right? I'm ready. It's the voicemail we got last night. Hey, uh, we used to bathe our cats, but the one time you don't want to bathe cats is if they have kittens. Don't bathe the kittens, because then they will totally ignore those kittens. The mama cat won't even feed them. Oh, that's my. A, that's about Amy. She, she washes her cat. And we have found out that you can clean your cat about once every four to six weeks. Totally fine. But you clean your cat well, da- daily? No, no. <laughs> I'll, I'm adopt. I'm going to adopt this method. That was our first bath, and we've had the cat for a few months. But I was like, this is getting ridiculous. We need to clean it. And you were surprised so many people were anti-bathing a cat. Oh, yeah, so many people. And I got called an idiot. That's true. Or and, idiotic. Yes. Hi, Bobby Bones. and a groomer since the 80s, and I bathe many cats. A few other groomers I know, they bathe cats. Just my opinion. I am a professional groomer, and I bathe cats. 
I've also had ferrets brought in. I also had baby goats brought in. So if it's alive and breathing and gets dirty, I be- I bathe it. Well, there you go. Lunchbox. <laughs> take right him in. Oh. Take him to the groomer. It's alive, breathing, and dirty. <laughs> They'll take him. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. All right. Halloween is approaching, and I have the most popular costumes that we're going to see this year. Oh, are they pop culture costumes? No, I mean, surprisingly, there's, like, I've got the ones for adults, kids, and pets, and we're going pretty generic this year. I'm into it. Go okay, ahead. For adults, we're going to see a lot of witches, vampires, ghosts, and cats. What is what? this, the 50s? Yeah, what's going on here? <laughs> and listen, for kids, we've got Spider-Man, a princess, Batman, and other random superheroes. That's okay. That's just normal kids. Yeah. yeah. But no creativity here. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. lame. And then for pets, a pumpkin, a hot dog, a superhero, and a cat. I put something on my dog, he just, <laughs> just rip it off with his teeth. And then he rips it apart on the ground. Yeah. Last Halloween, I got my dog, the Chucky one. I fell for an ad online where the dog, it looks like it's running at you with a knife. And it looks so cool in the commercial. But then my dog, she just like didn't even do the cute run or anything. It was My dog hates wall, wall. stuff on him. Yeah. yeah. I think all dogs do. Yeah. What else? She just plopped down. Okay, well, sticking with the holiday theme, I've got what is going to be popular for Christmas gifts this year. If you want to start shopping, the number one gift that we want to receive is like vacation-related stuff, like money or gift certificates to airlines or hotels. So that way you can... Add, like it'll all add up towards you going somewhere. Like a small gift certificate or a gift card, I should say. Who gets certificates? It's not like I'm in the <laughs> okay, 20s. Sorry, I I back that? in my day, kids, we got certificates. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, like a gift card to like a Southwest flight, even oh, for 50 bucks or something. Nice. It's awesome. Yeah. And you use it. Well, sometimes when you get a gift card to Toys R Us, you don't use it. And, and money sits on it. You know, get, gift cards are tough because they make a lot out of us because... We don't always use the money we spend. And that's how they make billions of extra dollars. Yeah. It's people not using the entire card. But for a flight, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's one of the number one things we want to get. The number one thing they think people will be giving this year is anything that creates a memorable experience. So they're, you're giving the gift of an experience like a concert. So like tickets or a sporting event tickets or something like that. Okay. So there's something to look into. And then speaking of Christmas, Reba, we talked earlier this week about how she put out that she's going to be in a Lifetime Christmas movie called Christmas in Tune on November 26th. And she finally revealed the premise of the movie. Things went a little south and they have a beautiful daughter and uh, things went south. And so they went their separate ways and the daughter gets them back together for a military benefit at Christmas. And of course, neither one can turn them down. I'm in. Can't wait to watch. Well, breaking news today, Reba's coming to my house, and we're going to do like an hour interview. What? Oh, fun. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's awesome. And Reba's been in here, but you do like 10 minutes, and she goes to her next thing, and I've been able to you know, get to know Reba a little bit, but never just sit and talk about her whole career or whatever I want for an hour. That's yeah. cool. An hour, sit down. That's going to be amazing. come over to the house today. It won't be up today. Today, we have a, a Bobby Keston McKenzie Porter on. Uh, but next Friday, if all goes well, she will be on the Bobbycast, which I'm pretty pumped about. Love it. All right, is that it? Yep, I'm Amy. That's my pop. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Firefighters from Massachusetts were on their way to Colorado, up in the friendly skies on the airplane, enjoying it, laughing it up, ready for vacation when they hear... Uh, we have a medical emergency. Someone was having a seizure, and they're like, hey, we got to get in there. The guy's gray, not really breathing. They get down, start giving CPR, nothing. So one guy has clear, does the, the 
defibrillator. Yeah, you got that, it. That defibrillator. Hang in there. Yeah, you got it. Defibs. They defibs him. You know, sure. the whole story isn't if you get it right or not. It's about what's happening in the story. Yeah, yeah. so he defibs him. Yeah. Boom, another firefighter gives him an IV. Oh. Brings him back to life. Take him to the hospital when they land. Doing okay. Firefighters are heroes. And they just happen to be going on vacation on this plane. My luck would be, I, I have something happen to me on a flight, and it's an... Uh, a bunch of accountants going to a convention. <laughs> Not one firefighter. Not one firefighter or doctor or EMT. It's nothing. It's like, is there a doctor on board? No. No, no nobody. Oh, no, man, we're in finance. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, all of us. So, yeah, the firefighters were from the North Attleboro Fire Department, and his one was from the Foxboro Fire Department. So, those guys, you guys did a great job. You, did you a great fly job. for free. I don't know. I can't. I can't say that. They should. They should give them a free flight I after can that. Agree with true. that. I can agree with that, but I can't. Like, reward them. You preach into the choir, but the choir doesn't have the money to pay for these flights. So, but that's awesome. I like those guys. Good guys, right, everybody? Good, yeah. good guys. There you go. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. We're gonna have LV Shane in in a second. That's his name, LV Shane. You may not know his name, but you probably have heard this song right here. He ain't my blood, ain't got my name, but if he did, I feel the same. So the song's called My Boy, and it's about his story and a stepson. I just wonder, like, Eddie, when you hear that song, because you have two foster kids. Yeah. Like, does that hit you? Absolutely. It's very moving. And, I mean, it, it. I think it's such an important story because dads are so important in kids' lives. And he's telling it, man, and he's singing it in such a really good song. It's like, that ain't my blood. but that. And I had a stepdad. Arkansas Keith, who yeah. comes on the show still. So, like, on the other side of that, I relate in that way. Amy, you have foster kids. You have adopted kids. Yeah, no, I mean, it's very real. I think even there's a part where he's talking about it's not just your love for the kid, but when they start to reciprocate it and they start to open up and allow you in and see you as that person, that's like the most special thing ever. He will be in. He'll perform that song in just a little bit. I haven't met him. It's one of these rare times where it's an artist who comes in that I've never met, but I think the song is so good. He'll come in and perform. But first, let's do the morning corny. The morning corny. Why do skeletons have low self-esteem? Why do skeletons have low self-esteem? Because they have nobody to love. Nobody to love. Nobody to love. <laughs> no body. <laughs> no. I don't feel like she had body heart. No, you have to say body because skeleton. They have no body to love. <laughs> How would you say Struggle it? Struggle with the word body, huh? Body. No body. To no love. body. <laughs> <laughs> that was the morning corny. You say how you would say it. Say okay. I'll say why do skeletons have low self esteem? Because they have no body to love. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> no, 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 he said no body. He said nobody. <laughs> Okay. No, I did it. There's the morning corny. All right, Raymundo, what happened? Yeah, me and my wife went to Outback. We always like to do one nice meal a week. And my wife's kind of on a diet where she has to eat kind of steaks, potatoes, stuff like that. So no desserts. So we both ordered a steak, and it was awesome. Almost to the point we didn't even have steak sauce. And me and her both looked at each other and were like, that's the best steak I've ever had in my entire life. So I said to the waiter, I go, hey, would you mind bringing the chef out? I would love to tell him how awesome this steak was. Right. Mm-hmm. So the waiter goes back. A couple minutes later, he brings out the chef. The guy, uh, I would say almost my age, a little bit longer hair. Obviously, he'd been cooking, so he had kind of some stuff all over him. He, he didn't seem like he was totally into it, but he came up to me, and I'm like, hey, man, I just want to tell you, me and my wife have had some steak in our day, and that's probably the best steak I've ever had, and I just wanted to compliment you. And he's like, okay, yeah. 
All right. And, but it was almost to the point where I don't know if I was supposed to call the chef out to my table. So since you worked at restaurants, was, was that an appropriate move on my part or was that annoying? I would think that if you were going to call him out, you'd also slip him 20 bucks or so. Oh. Oh. A little tip. If really? You, yeah. Or you could just tell the waiter, hey, tell the chef that's the best steak I ever had. Or even write it on a note, a little note, you know? But I would think if you're going to call him from working, when, what night did you go? What Like, what night of the week? It was a Friday. Yeah, he's oh, nice lazy. I would be annoyed, too, if I walk <laughs> out. It was nice. I think your heart was in the right place. Yeah. But I think you could have done a few things. You could have said, hey, to the waiter, this is the greatest steak I've ever had. And so would you tell the chef that? Or you could have said, this is the greatest steak I've ever had. If you had cash, say, hey, this is for you. This is also for the, the chef. I've tipped the guy in the kitchen, the guys in the kitchen before. I just don't know if I would have called him out and then not sent him away with something on a busy night. If it's a Tuesday and it's 5.30 and there's nobody else in there, maybe. But I would go no for next time. I just wanted to make sure the message got to Your the heart chef. was in the right place. Yeah! Bones, correct me if I'm wrong, but places like Outback, is there really a chef or isn't it's it cooks. like- It's cooks. It's a lot of cooks. Cooks, right? There so, could be a head cook. So the guy that came out could have just been the one out of the ten. He's like, yeah, dude, I just happened to put your steak in because I made like 50 today. But if he did a great one, <laughs> so good that Ray wanted to acknowledge it, I think you could have slipped him a five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we should have given him some cash because it, there was no real out from the conversation. So he just goes, yeah, <laughs> okay. Oh, well, I feel like the compliment. It is, was. Yeah. Yes. Good. But the guy's got to be like, you stopped me from working. Mm-hmm. And now what? Yeah. <laughs> what was this all about? Yeah. So good. Your heart was in the right place, but we learned something here today. Next time, money. Next time, throw them a five as well. Yeah! Or just send your compliments to the chef through the waiter. Okay. You think that they'll actually make it back there? Outback? The compliments? No, I mean that the yeah that the waiter will remember to go be like. <laughs> it oh, doesn't yeah. matter. You did not. what you can do. Okay. You tell your waiter. Hey, listen, this is one of the best steaks ever. Could Would Ray go back to the kitchen and oh, just be no, like, no, no, hey? No, no. <laughs> you could ask. It, I, I see on TV sometimes in fancy restaurants they yeah. do that. My dad would do it all the time. On TV, Bones, you can't base it on TV. But, I, but Amy just said her dad does. Yeah, it. I'm not saying it was the right thing to do, but he would. My dad would disappear for a little bit, and we always knew because I mean he was in the restaurant business. He loved seeing how other people operated, and he would just. I mean, I think they thought this guy kind of belongs here because he would just walk in and be like, oh, "Okay, yeah, I like the setup. I like this. Y'all doing <laughs> just a great job." in the kitchen. Hey, just act like you belong. You get anywhere. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and then he'd grab a menu, stick it in his boot on the way out huh. as a kid I dealt with that what, because this is before menu? well this is before menus were digital like so we couldn't log on and see menus so for him studying a menu was awesome and if we were at a place that had a big you know laminated huge menu yeah he would fold it up tuck it under his jeans into the his, his cowboy boot and we'd walk out of the restaurant with a menu. He was trying like, to steal the secrets of the restaurant back yeah. there. Forks in his pockets, <laughs> menus in his yeah. boots. Well, he just liked to remember what was in, like how everything was done. Ray, if you do it again, just slip him a few bucks. Yeah. Chef's kiss out back. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, they do make a good steak. I like the blue cheese crumbles on it, though. That's where it's at. And I love A1 steak sauce. I don't care how good the steak is. I don't care if it's the best steak ever. Still give me a little A1. Well, and Outback has the best croutons ever. All right. This has been not a commercial. <laughs> not a commercial, like a commercial, but. The Friday Morning Conversation with LV Shane. LV, how many people mess up your name? Do people call you Elvis that have no idea? Elvis sometimes. Elvi. Elvi. <laughs> With a B, a lot. Elvi, who would call you Elvi? That's funny. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't get that one either. LB really bugs me. I think it's just because over the phone I got like the hillbilly speech impediment, you know, and V's kind of hard to pick out. So I'm always like E L V is in Victor, I E. 
LV Shane. Is, is that your real name, LV? Yeah, it's my first and middle name. So, LV is your first and middle name? L, no, LV Shane. Shane. Yeah, Shane my first and middle name. Oh, got it. Yeah. So what's what's LV? What were you named after? Uh, my great-grandfather um, was named LV. I guess it used to be like a fairly common name for older countrymen back in the day. I don't know. The only other place I've found it is Filipino women on social media. They, <laughs> they reach out to me, and they're like, hey, my name's LV. There's actually LV Shane's. They're all women. You, you grew up in Kentucky? <laughs> I did. I grew up in Caneyville, Kentucky. What's that near? Um, it's kind of a spoke in the wheel, 35 miles from Elizabethtown, Bowling Green, Owensboro. So uh, not too terribly far from here, but far enough that Nashville seems like it could be a whole you know, world away. Yeah, definitely. I, I didn't even know that this was a thing that you could like come to Nashville and write songs and stuff until I was in my 20s. I, I, just, I thought that songs just magically appeared on the radio somehow. You, know? you have this, like, this look, this feel about you, like a vibe about you, where you, your look seems 25, but like your soul is like 90. <laughs> Like I'm, th- I'm just kind of confused. No, that's cool, man. By, like, uh, could, doesn't he seem like he's just been through a? Like, he looks like he's just learned a lot and like got uh, tattoos all up and down his arms. I just made a lot of mistakes, you know. Yeah. I, uh, I, I grew up around a lot of characters. My dad was a truck driver. My dad's like the king of making mistakes and finding a way, making them back out of them and looking like a brand new penny. So. uh but you know. can't be older than like thirty, are you? Thirty three. Okay. Yeah. Just because turned thirty three. Because again, he looks like a kid, but a kid who's <laughs> been, you know. I got a little gray in my whiskers. Do you? Know? Yeah, a little bit. I I get at my sideburns. You think about dying it at all or no? Man, I thought about it, but then I was like, I got to keep up with that, and I already can't keep up with everything else I got to do. So I just, you know, maybe I'll be a silver fox by thirty seven. Well, I I like to look a lot. Thank because, you, brother. Because I think I was talking with Morgan Walden once, and we were having this conversation of. People knowing you by your, like, uh, what do you call the shadow of someone? The silhouette. silhouette. Yeah. yeah. Like, if I saw a silhouette of you, I would know it. Well, that's cool. If I saw a silhouette of me with the glasses or Morgan with the hair, like, you would know it. So, like, I mean that as a compliment. You, well, you, thank you, you definitely man. have a style about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to say that. John Lovell, one time, I, I used to wear a big hat. And everybody started wearing hats. And I realized that hat was really hot in the summertime because it felt... And I showed up at a Christmas party. He's like, man, you got to have your hat. That's your silhouette. And I was like, dude, you can't glue that thing to my head. It's too hot. So there you go, John Lobo. There's your silhouette. You were playing a song. We were just doing a little sound check before you came on. I don't know what it was. It was something. To, uh, what was that song you were playing there? So uh, we've been out on the Brooks and Dunn tour. And uh, so Belief, one of my favorite songs of theirs. And That, well, that was Belief from yeah. Brooks and Dunn? Yeah, absolutely. Can, can you play a little bit of that? Just, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I didn't put it together because it was saying... Old man Wrigley lived in that white house. Now I hear it. Down the street where I grew up. Mama used to send me over with things. We struck a friendship up. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. And th- that's a that's that song hits different because Ronnie speaks it. Mm-hmm. And then it feels like church. It's hard to learn, man. In the middle of it. Because he's he's got such a uh, pocket in that song that's so unlike anything else he does so learning that song was a bit of a bear you're out on on tour with brooks and dunn and travis trip both mm-hmm. that's got to be pretty cool man it's awesome i mean you're talking about some of the greatest voices in country music ever so to be able to be out there and, and see how these guys perform and put on a show and interact with their crowds and everything it's uh trying to just soak it in learn what i can from it so lv shane is here with us he's got a song that's top five right now called my boy um this song was inspired by your own life, right? Because you have a stepkid? 
Yeah, I met this girl 10 years ago, Mandy. She was a bartender and a waitress, and I was just, uh, I don't know what I was doing. I was playing pool and drinking pitchers. And she walked up and kind of acted like she liked me and confused me a little bit. She walked up to you? Yeah, she, uh, well, I was there. She was trying to make some money, so, you know, but oh, <laughs> she's my waitress, but... Uh, he ordered a drink. Uh, yeah, it. yeah, it wasn't nothing special about me at first, yeah. but uh, no, she uh, she kind of acted like she liked me, and I was like, dang, that ain't usually the kind of girl that comes up to me like that, and uh, she told me she had a five-year-old little boy, and I just needed some reasons to change a lot of things in my life, and uh, that seemed like two big reasons to me, and uh, a year later, she let me marry her, and I became a stepdad. And this song has just blown up. Yeah, man, it's crazy. It's been around for, we wrote it in 2016, mm. so it's been around for five years. It went viral like three years ago and then just disappeared on Facebook, and we were like, well, everyone our 15 minutes of fame, you know? But then ended up getting a record deal over that and then blowing up again uh, on TikTok last year, and then country radio's been really good to us over the last year. And, yeah, I got a top five record country music. That's crazy, man. I, I never knew that it was possible. Well, congratulations, Thank man. Thank you so much. If you don't mind, would you mind playing that for us now? Absolutely. Here is LV Shane, which, by the way, you can follow him, LV Shane Music. If you like what you hear, go follow him on Instagram. He ain't got my smile that don't bother me a bit. He's got somebody else's eyes I'm seeing myself in I'm holding on to every moment God knows I missed a few The day we met I knew I had some catching up to do He ain't my blood, ain't got my name But if he did, I'd feel the same I wasn't there for his first steps But I ain't missed a ball game yet And that ain't ever gonna change I can never walk away Yeah, he's my son and that's my choice He ain't my blood, but he's mine He's mine We, uh, we only hoped that this song would do what it's done when we wrote it that day and wanted it to connect with some folks, you know, but since then we've seen it connect with more people than we imagined, adoptive families, foster families, even coaches. Um, but we knew that one word was wrong for a lot of folks, so we, uh, we got back in the studio and tried to fix that for them. Saturday morning cartoons She's aching asleep in your room She's bigger than the plans I had She's making me a better man She ain't my blood, ain't got my name But if she did, I'd feel the same I wasn't there for her first steps But I ain't missed a ball game yet And that ain't ever gonna change I can never walk away Yeah, she's my baby My whole world She ain't my blood But she's my She's my girl Yeah, he's my He's my boy Come on, Elvis Shane That's awesome, man 
So talk me through that. You had recorded the song, but I so many people were going, hey, what about, we have, we have daughters too, so you went back in? Yeah, a lot of people, man, when we put it out, I was getting messages left and right on Instagram, and and I was like, I hollered at my co-writers, and I was like, it's, it's real easy, let's just change the pronouns, and and changes like the girl line in the chorus and so we got out there you know but i've, I've since then i've had stepmoms reach out and i'm like i don't know how to pull that one off so maybe there's, <laughs> maybe there's a female artist out there that, that could cover it for me and uh, and do that for them but uh i'm really glad that people have reached out well let me say this his, his ep came out earlier this year it's got six songs uh but we're announcing your record backslider october 29th so just a little over a little less than a month from now yeah, man, I'm so excited. More music, more tracks on this thing? Yeah, I thought I had a whole record when I signed my deal, um, but they told me that I only had one song, my boy. So everything has been written after <laughs> I signed my deal. Uh, at first, I was like, y'all full of crap. I got more than one song, you know, but uh, I'm so glad they did that. It just pushed me to really dig in, and, and what we came up with is this, you know, basically a biography. It's uh, where I come from, where I've been, where I am now, and a little bit of hopefully where I'm going. And uh, it's honest, and, and it's raw, and... and I feel like a lot of people will be able to relate. Here's what I'll do. Um, we'd only plan for that. If you want to do another segment, you have another song from the EP that you want to play, we'd oh, love man. to have you stick around and play another song. It's up to you, though. Absolutely. Do you know any more of your songs? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you want the uh, you want an EP song or a hey, record hey, it's song? Up to you. Want, take a couple minutes, figure it out. We'll, we'll, you want to come back, though? We rarely invite anybody for, for an extra break, but, man, you're so good. You want to stick around and do, do another segment? Absolutely, yeah. All right. The Friday Morning Conversation with LV Shane. All right, he's here. He just played My Boy. Ray, let's play a clip of My Boy so our audience can hear again. He ain't my blood, ain't got my name, but if he did, I feel the same. By the way, great performance of this song. I think everybody in this room was moved. Amy's got adopted kids. Eddie's got two foster kids. That's awesome, It hits hard, for sure. And so I'm sure, I was a stepkid, you know? That's cool, man. So I'm sure that um, all of us in a different way kind of felt that song. It seems it seems to be pretty relatable. Uh, you know, we hoped that when we wrote it, but we, we also didn't know what was going to happen the, the night we wrote that song. It just kind of came to us. We've always called it a God song, me and my co-writers. You feel like that song was just kind of put in you that night? Yeah, it was a gift, man. It took four years for any of us to write anything that anybody was interested in, so the proof's in the pudding, you know? So, <laughs> Well, we asked you to stick around, and we didn't tell you before you got here, but we were all just kind of moved, not only by the song, but you're really good. Well, thank you, man. I mean, you're like really good. And we have people come in and they're good and they're supposed to be good because you don't get to come and be on this stage with that. But like there's something really special about you. So I said, hey, if you want to play something else, we'd love to have you. And what did you decide? I've got a song. Uh, I, I try to be as honest as possible in writing all these songs, but sometimes you got to change the, the car or the road name or something to make it rhyme. But there's one song on my record that is, is really honest to me. And it's uh, at first started to be a tribute to my dad who was a truck driver and also ended up you know kind of calling him out on his bs you know not being around that much and stuff and towards the end of writing it i, I just kind of discovered that i'm definitely my father's son and now what i'm doing out here is very similar uh in the struggles and stuff to being a truck driver difference is i'm in a bunk and he was in the driver's seat you know but uh so miles is probably uh the closest song to me on this record all right this is lb shane doing a song called miles Spray a little ether in the breather and hope she cranks Pour a little Folgers from the thermos and take a drink Hard pack them Marlboro Reds 
Check the oil and recap treads Little rock and roller on the radio You're gonna miss your boys But it's time to go Put 18 hours on 18 wheels With little white peels Nipping at your heels Like some outlaw ass for cowboy in the Riding high till you run out It's an uphill battle just gearing down Trying to get somewhere on a road that just don't end Racing time and losing miles You'll never get back again Obi Shane live. Thank you, guys. Man, so good. Can't wait for the record. October, less than a month away. Yeah, man, I'm excited. We will see you around, I am sure, for a long time. So I appreciate you coming in today. Appreciate that. Sharing your story, sharing your music. Amy, anything you want to say to Elvie? Yeah, no, just to the, I, I'm more emotional now after I think hearing the second song. <laughs> like both of those are just so touching. And I feel like right now, I mean, music has always been therapeutic for people, but. It's, I feel like that one in particular might yeah. be. For me, it, w- it definitely was. Writing this entire record was exactly that. It was just a way to uh, sift through all the, you know. Who taught you to play guitar? Um, the very first person to uh, teach me any chords on guitar was my great-grandmother. I would go over and mow her yards on Saturdays because she was 82, and I caught her push mowing her yard one time. <laughs> and uh, she gave me a Roger Miller's Greatest Hit CD, and she taught me E, A, and B and said you can play any Roger Miller song in the world with those three chords. And, uh, so. and she taught you B early. That's not one of the first ones you learned. <laughs> yeah. So if you're learning B, yeah, then you yeah. got a good start. I broke my wrist like three times, so it's hard to do those chords these days, but yeah. Well, hey, thanks awesome. for thanks for coming in. Thank you guys so there much is. for having LB me. Shane, Woo! everybody, follow him. LB Shane Music. It's time for the good news with Bobby. Tell me something good. A Florida family's thankful for their dog, who went to a neighbor to get help for her owner during a medical emergency. Lothar Wyman had collapsed at his house in Gainesville. His wife wasn't at home, but their German Shepherd, who's seven, knew he needed help. The dog took off to get help. This is like straight up Lassie style from back in the day. Lassie, what's happening? Is the Timmy in the well? <laughs> like it's that kind of thing here. Opening three latches on the gate to get herself out, ran over to the neighbor's house. The neighbor was like, why is this dog acting crazy? But the, the dog was like, follow, follow, like turning around. So he followed him over, got to the house. The dude's passed out in the wow. house. That's crazy. They called 911. Turns out, The guy had a stroke, but thanks to his dog, he got the treatment he needed in order to not suffer what would happen had he not had treatment. um, That's unbelievable. Wild. Yeah, that's a smart dog. My dog would never do that. Mine either. No, my dog eats cables (laughs) on the ground. (laughs) I don't know what's happening here. That's an amazing story. Love it. I can't wait for my dog to do that someday. Uh, That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. You would probably know Travis Denning for his number one smasher, After a Few. But after a few drinks, it's always the same thing. He's also a massive Georgia Bulldog fan. He's on the phone now. Travis, how are you, bud? Dude, I'm doing good. I'm supposed to be in Atlanta, Georgia right now, but my show's got pushed because of, you know, that old pandemic thing. So 
I'm, you know, when, when God closes one door, he opens another, and that door for me is the fact that I'm going to the game tomorrow now. Well, you say sick. You sound like you might have COVID. Are you sure you should be going? I Listen, I'm just, I'm just sick of this trash talk that I've been hearing all There's week. There's no trash talk. This is bull crap. Hold on a second. Travis messaged me <laughs> and was like, do you want to bet on the game? And I was like, because Arkansas and Georgia are playing. He's Big a massive game. Georgia Bulldog fan. I'm uh, I'm a bigger Arkansas fan than he is a Georgia fan, obviously. And so <laughs> I said, well, there's an, it's an 18-point spread. Georgia is, in everyone's mind, supposed to kick the crap out of Arkansas. And he goes, here's the bet. If Georgia wins, you have to wear a Georgia shirt on your show for an entire day. <laughs> I know. That's hardcore. It's hardcore because <laughs> not only people listen, but people watch this show. And I said, okay, but if Arkansas wins – the next concert you play, I'll get you an Arkansas shirt, and you have to wear the Arkansas T-shirt. No no jacket over it, no shirt jacket, and so that'll be the bet. Oh, okay. No, I'll, I'll go I'll go full Arkansas, like, T-shirt, absolutely. And, I, and I'll, I'll even throw in a, a woo pig for you if they, they pull it off. I just think, I personally think the 18-point spread is too much. I don't think Georgia will cover that. Okay, I'm not arguing about a spread. I will make the T-shirt bet. I wasn't going to make a bet, but I don't like Travis, so I thought, why not? Why not put him on the show since I, since I can't stand the guy? And I will take and wear a Georgia T-shirt, okay? All right, Dude, so, I, w- I, wish you could, I wish you were going to the game. Well, and I thought about going, but it's an 11 o'clock. It's a 12 o'clock Eastern game. By the way, I love Travis. That's why I say I don't like him. Um, it's a 12 o'clock Eastern game, 11 o'clock where I am in Central Time. And I thought for a minute I was going to be the guest picker on game day until they had to go, oh, we have to do a Georgia fan. Because oh. at first... It was an it was there was an opportunity. They were like, "Hey, you do sports. You come do." The, they now think I'm cool enough. I'm on in that family because I do a, a show for uh, Nat Geo, which is Disney, which is yep. ESPN. And then finally, they were like, "We have to get a Georgia fan. We don't really do other fans at other places." Dang, that would have been cool. <laughs> I know it would have been cool. And you know, you know that uh, like currently, country music is leading the the game day picks because Kane Brown is like nine and five or something. Like he's got the he's got the most overall picks. Wins. Yeah, I don't care. Hey, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Travis shows up and he's the guest picker now. <laughs> They've chosen It, it really you. just burns the crap out of me. Uh, okay, so that's the bet. Travis is going to go to the game. Georgia and Arkansas are playing Saturday. It's number eight versus number two, um, which after we pounded a- Amy's team, Texas A&M. Whoop. But no, you lost. That, yeah. yeah. Still, that's fine. Did, did you care at all? <laughs> no. Yeah, that's exactly what we thought. I know. Yeah. We, we determined that before it was even going to happen. That's why we didn't bet on it. All right, Travis. So sorry you can't play a show. Good luck, you know, in Athens getting there safely. But I hope it's a miserable experience for you. Uh, you know, I just have this gut feeling that it's not going to be, but I appreciate it so much. <laughs> all right, go away. All right, there he is, Travis Denny. All right, uh, we'll talk to, hey, we'll talk to you Monday or so and kind of catch up on the bet. Perfect. Sounds good. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> See you, Bobby. The world's hottest shot is made. It's rum with the Carolina Reaper pepper in it. Oh. Oh. When I see people take shots, so it looks like it's already hot. Hot? What do no, you mean? No, because it just stings. No, they do this. Oh, yeah. oh what tequila it's... burns when it goes down? Like, oh, even whiskey burning going down. Yeah. Yeah. But not hot like, uh, like spicy hot. When it comes to spicy liquor, they say you will not find anything hotter then this combination of overproof rum infused with the world's hottest pepper, the Carolina Reaper. Why would why would you do this? Sounds miserable. Like just to prove you could do it, I guess. Oh, but maybe. Not, there's nothing exciting about that to me. Like, let me show you the size. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what. Right. Like, check this out. Or it's like you're with friends, kind of like we do with the wheel. And it's like, oh, I bet, bet who can do this. 
Hmm. Not only is the rum overproof, which is 63% alcohol by okay. volume, but it's also been infused with the Carolina Reaper pepper for at least three months. Wow. Do you just drop it in there and shake it like you're pickling <laughs> yeah. like pickle something? Would you try it, Eddie? Sure, absolutely. Mike, you heard it. Let's let's order some of this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean? What do Lunchbox, you mean? did you try this? Yeah. <laughs> See, God. okay. These guys want to prove how macho they I mean, are. Men. I mean, men do things. I mean, Morgan? Yeah, I hate I hate spicy things. Like I am such a baby with even mild salsa, but I would try it. Yeah, when your boss says you can drink at work, you take yeah, that opportunity. Yeah, you have to, Amy. Even if it hurts like that. Absolutely. Scoob, is this something we can find? I'll look and see if we can get it. Yeah, we can pretty much get anything we want. <laughs> Scuba, you want a shot? No, I don't do shots. Okay. Um, it's such a. No, I don't do shots. You can take a drink of it then. Okay, it doesn't be a shot. Put it in a shot glass, you drink it. Don't be a sissy. We'll do shots. Yeah. Shot, 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 shot. Everybody. Shot, 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 Not me, though. Not you. I'm already feeling that burn. All right, we'll get a bottle of this. We'll try it on the air. Easy trivia time. Let's go around the room. If you miss one of these questions, you are eliminated. But they're all easy. Let's go. Question number one is to you, Amy. Mm-hmm. Amy, the question I have for you, if you got to meet one person, dead or alive right now, who would it be? Oh, like hang out with in person? Any person. Jesus is off the table, by the oh, way. Oh, dang it. You took mine. Jesus is off the table. Dead or alive? Okay. I mean, there's a lot I would do, but I'll pick Oprah today. Oprah today. Yeah. Okay, okay. There she is. There's Amy. Amy, here's your trivia question. Mm-hmm. What's the capital city of Alaska? Juneau. That is correct. Good. Amy's in. All right. Over to you, Lunchbox. Same question. If you can meet anybody dead or alive right now, just to get to know you a little bit, who would it be? The most famous person ever, the most wonderful singer of all time. Her name is Miss Tina Turner. She's an inspiration. Her music is amazing. She's a great human, and that's who I would meet. All right, Lunchbox, your question is, what U.S. state is known for peaches? Georgia. Can Georgia, I get my peaches correct. in Georgia? Can I get? No. I get my peaches Not out in Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, that's what I did. I sang it just like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eddie. Come on. Who? Oh, I, I always change this up, but I think right now I'm feeling Tom Hanks. I would love to sit down and have a good conversation with Tom Hanks. The stars at night are big and bright, deep in the heart of what state? Texas. Texas. And we clap, too. Yeah. The stars at night, night are big and bright, deep in the heart of Texas. Morgan, who would you meet? Uh, definitely Reese Witherspoon. I really love her as an actress in mm. Sweet Home Alabama, Legally Blonde. I mean, I could yeah. go on. It's a good one. What animal is featured on the state flag of California? A bear. Correct. Good. There she is. All right, let's play the game. That's That would be what, that is a buzzer that I didn't mean to push. Okay, what you don't want to hear is this sound right here. You've been boned. If you get boned, you're out of the game. Yeah. You're playing for the tiara. First one to five wins the tiara. Eddie is the champion right now. I'm the tiara holder. We had some... People from Sonic in the, uh, the other day. We were just kind of showing them the studio. <laughs> did they see the tiara? They did, and they were like, that's Eddie's because he's the champion. Hey, they knew. Hey, that's what I'm talking they about. They literally saw the tiara, and, and one of them didn't know, but another one did. He goes, that's Eddie's tiara. He gets that for being the champion. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, Eddie 2, Lunchbox 2 so far mm-hmm. in the game. I have three. Yep. Oh, yeah, Lunchbox 1. Are you sure? Yep. Yeah. He, he took the lead. <sighs> what? Mike went back and counted. Wow, Lunchbox has three? Yeah. He has two. Oh. Last time we gave you one extra. Oh. Okay. Interesting. Eddie, two, lunchbox. Two. You went like back it. and counted all of them? Okay. Two, two, then zero, zero for Amy and Morgan. Right. All right, here we go. <laughs> well, this round. Yeah. We did, yeah, this round. Yeah, no. Amy, you're up. How many points is a touchdown worth? Well, the touchdown itself is worth six, and then you have to get the field goal for the seventh. 
An extra point would be what it would, the seventh would be. Not really a field goal, but... Whatever. But what's your answer? Six. Correct. Lunchbox, what's the name of the character that Leo DiCaprio played in Titanic? Jack. Wow. Correct. That's Ooh. so good. Yeah. That was tough. Uh, Vampires, Eddie, Come on. are typically known for turning into which animal? Bats. Correct. Mm. Morgan, what sport does Cristiano Ronaldo play? Uh, well, mm-hmm. hold on. It's soccer, but am I supposed to call it? Like... You can call it soccer if you want to say soccer. Okay, soccer. Correct. I would have also accepted football. Football. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Which is life, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> football, football is, is life. life. Mm-hmm. Amy, what's the name of the Colorado mountain range? What's the name of that mountain range in Colorado? Mm-hmm. Um... This is kind of a softball for you. Yeah. I know because I, I don't pick the questions or the order. I know, but I'm just going through some mountain ranges in my head. Amy, Rocky you go mountains. to Colorado all the time. The Rocky a, Mountains. Correct. Oh. Lunchbox. Who's the author of the Harry Potter series? What? You watched the first movie. Probably, literally, the most famous book collection of our lifetime. Who's the author? Oh, man, it was a fun game. This game. Ah, what is her name? She was homeless. Uh, when she wrote it, she was homeless. It's not Susan B. Anthony. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> oh, Stephanie Meyer! Boom! Boom! Stephanie Meyer wrote Twilight. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> J.K. Rowling depressing. wrote Harry Potter. I wouldn't have got that. Stephanie Meyer. You've been boomed. She wrote Twilight. Yeah. It popped in my head. That was the only thing I had. Who wrote Hunger Games? Hey, buddy, you've been boned. Uh, That's Susan, all right. Susan right. B. Anthony. I need to be boned, you know what I mean? Felt good. Susan B. Anthony. Collins, yeah. Uh, Eddie. Come on. What's the capital city of Iowa? What? <laughs> well, I don't know many cities in Iowa other than Des Moines. And huh. is that your answer? Hold on. Let me just shout out Iowa because I've been there a lot. I've never been. Been to many cities there. They're I the nicest go. people. Uh, I'm not going to insult them by saying I only know one. Grand city. Rapids, Iowa. Des Moines. Does your daddy live in Des Moines? Give me Des Moines. I don't know. That's the, all I got. The answer is Des Moines. Ah, yes! Morgan, what temperature in Fahrenheit does water freeze? That's a really great question. That I wish I knew. <laughs> what? That's a really great question. <laughs> Thank, Thank you for asking. Thank you for asking. <laughs> what temperature in Fahrenheit does water freeze? Well, um... You know, I mean, things freeze below zero, but 32 degrees below is typically freezing. Um, 32 is sticking in my head, so I'm going with 32. 32 degrees? Yes. Correct. Woo! Yes! I thought she was going to say 32 I know. below. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Three people really are left. Cold. Amy, what are the animals that eat only plants? You got to name them all. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call an animal that eats only plants? Mm-hmm. Mm. An an animal that only eats plants. Omnivore. Oh, you were close. What is it? It's an herbivore. Oh, Mm. I've been. You've been. I'm so tired of getting. Say it. Kicked out of this. No, say what you wanted to say. (laughs) Say it. I'm just tired of getting. No, I'm not saying. Say what you were gonna say. I'm not saying it (laughs) that way. Hey, we're a show. But like, I don't understand what my problem is. Say it. I used to be tired of being boned. Say it. I don't need to say that. I need to say that I don't know what my problem is because I used to be better than this. You have zero still. 
Which uh, say it again? Herbivore. Herbivore. Like I herbivore, think of it as like the like herbs. Herb. Yeah. yeah herbs. Herbs. Why did I? What's omnivore? Probably both meat Stupid. and herbs. We uh. needed you, Amy. Dang it. Oh yeah. A right, yellow card for her. If she keeps talking, we'll have to red card oh, her for man. next week. What? I know. Um, Eddie. Come on. What's the name of the Robin Williams film where he dresses up as an elderly British nanny? That's called Mrs. Doubtfire. That's correct. <laughs> Morgan, what two states border Florida? Oh, boy. Come on, Morgan. <laughs> Why? Because I want Morgan to win. Florida, Georgia line. Florida, Georgia line. There's a Georgia line. Is Alabama the other one? Georgia. What two states border Florida? There's Georgia. Alabama's to the left, so what is above right there? Is that South Carolina? Mm, is there something else under there? Need an answer? Georgia. <laughs> South Carolina. Oh, and oh Alabama. What? You had it. Morgan. You had it. What? Mm-hmm. Guys, I suck at geography. This is not new for you us. I would have also it. accepted Susan B. Anthony. I knew that you had it. <laughs> Florabama. <laughs> I thought that. You've been booed. Well, yeah. hey. I just don't even understand Eddie, what's happening. Eddie, you did it again. Hey, Eddie, oh. Eddie oh. He's putting the TR back on for everybody to see. Wow. Dang, brother. Love it. Hey, brother. <laughs> hey, brother. You did good, right, brother. Hulkamania is coming. <laughs> Thanks, brother. <laughs> Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story up the day. This story comes to us from Florida. Most women love it when their man wants to cuddle. But this 45-year-old woman, they're watching TV, and her boyfriend's like, hey, babe, you want to cuddle? She got mad, angry, got a box fan, and boom, threw it at him. You know, I think the definition of cuddle, I mean, we need to focus on that here. Because I think cuddling's good, but what if he wants to cuddle? And she's like, I don't want to cuddle. Mm-hmm. Oh, cuddle, quote, unquote, Maybe he cuddle. deserved oh. that box fan being thrown at him. <laughs> And I feel like this is probably, again, you know, sometimes we dissect these and it's more than just about the yeah. cuddling. Yeah, yeah, like he probably cheated before he tried yeah. to cuddle. <laughs> or something. It was a makeup cuddle. Something yeah, like, like that, I yeah. know he's trying to make the woman to be the bonehead here, but the guy is probably the bonehead. Yeah, justice for her. Is that it, Lunchbox? I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. So Jesse Palmer is going to host The Bachelor. Do you know who that is? Yeah, he was on The Bachelor at some point, and I think he's an athlete. Mm-hmm. Maybe football. Play college ball at Florida mm-hmm. and played for the Giants. I can picture. Oh, and he's on like the NFL Network or ESPN or something. Yes. Yeah. So he does all that, but he's mm-hmm. going to go host The Bachelor now, which I was like, okay, cool. I don't know. I don't watch The Bachelor, but Lunchbox is all hot about it. Yeah. I mean, I just don't think it's a good pick. I don't think Jesse Palmer's really been in The Bachelor family for a long time. He's been out of touch. He's been doing football and stuff. I think the person that should have been doing it is sitting right there in front in their laps and they passed over him. It's Wells Adams. That guy, he's the bartender on Bachelor in Paradise. He does a great job of like interviewing the contestants when he's there in Bachelor in Paradise. And that would have been the handpick. Pe- Bachelor Nation loves Wells Adams. That was the choice that the Bachelor should have gone with. Didn't you get in a big fight with him? Yeah, I don't think Wells Adams likes me, which is fine. <laughs> I, I mean, it, look, but I, I don't let my, you know, our little tiff yeah. or whatever cloud my judgment. I think he would be perfect to host the Bachelor, Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise. That should have been his gig. Does he do any other TV shows? Not that I know of. I'm ne- not that I've seen. I just see him on Bachelor in Paradise. I think Jesse Palmer's a fine host. He does Daily Mail TV. 
But again, I don't watch The Bachelor, so I'm not part of Bachelor Nation. Yes, and I'm just telling you, Wells Adams is beloved in Bachelor Nation. Well, so did was he? Did Wells want this? I, I have no idea. Okay. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, okay. I'm sure every. I'm sure there were a hundred people up for it. Mm. And if that's your job, everybody wants to be the host. I was surprised they didn't keep like Caitlin Bristow. Yes, her and Tasha did a they great did job last, of when yeah. they co-hosted it with the on the Bachelorette. They, that was fun. It was a lot more enjoyable, and they were like the hype girl instead of more of a host. They may have got research back to people didn't like that though. Oh, I kind of enjoyed it, the mix up a little bit. Or each or each time, are they looking for like rotating hosts? No. Well, they've said he's only hosting this season so yeah. far. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh, maybe, it's a trial basis. I'll be. Or failed. maybe they just do it. At, yeah, maybe no, they want to do a popcorn fails? thing. Because I think, well, I'm telling you, Wells Adams should be <laughs> it. What about Johnny Bananas? Oh, that's usually the guy you fight for for everything. Yeah, but Johnny Bananas isn't Bachelor Nation. They don't. They wouldn't enjoy him as much. Maybe Wells could do it next season. Maybe, maybe he is. Maybe he'll host the Bachelorette. Maybe that's they're going to trick us. And Start I, I don't campaigning. know. I, I, I will. And he, is he married? Wells? I don't think they've gotten married yet. Yeah, Wells. They oh, were yeah. supposed to get married, but then pandemic pushed it back, and then pandemic pushed it back. I believe. You said that twice in a row. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying like they <laughs> put, they put a new date, <laughs> the and then pan- it got pushed back again. From what I remember. Yes. Uh, let me say this. The 11th annual iHeartRadio Music Festival from Las Vegas at the T-Mobile Arena. It's a two-night special, Saturday and Sunday night on the CW at 8, 7 Central. You will see Dua Lipa, Sam Hunt, Walker Hayes, FGL, Nelly, Weezer. Uh, I'm doing backstage stuff, so check it out. It's, it's going to be great. CW, 8, 7 Central, Saturday and Sunday night. All right, we bid you a fond farewell. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Uh, go Arkansas, beat Georgia. We will see you guys on Monday. All right, bye, everybody. Bobby Bob.